There it is. It is a Wednesday. Or yeah, is yeah. Wednesday? No, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. All day, it's yeah. Tuesday. All right, All well, day. ladies and gents, welcome to another episode. We're going to talk about magic for magic. life. What? What is magic for life? We're going to find out here in a second. All right, let's get this show on the road. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business, business Bros. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Michael's bringing the heat. All right, dude, oh, yeah. it is bringing time. The heat. Oh for yeah, higher intro. But before we jump into the show, quick reminder for everybody to please subscribe on whatever platform it is that you are listening to us on. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review. Help other like-minded business owners find value from our guests as we rise in those podcast rankings. We will sincerely appreciate it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today's guest has been dancing since he was five years old and been teaching dance for the past 25 years. He's won events in Latin, Standard, and 10 Dance, whatever that is, and a two-time, two-time U.S. Swing title winner. His accolades as a dancer followed him as a teacher, where he won multiple national top teacher awards, including a scholarship to the Brigham Young University Ballroom Dance Company. That sounds like a big deal. Our guest uses his experience in competitive dance to coach and train others to attain their peak and maximize their capabilities, including business owners and sales teams. We're super excited to have on the show today someone who's passionate about helping others achieve their highest success. And now, joining us from the great state of Utah, welcome to the show, the host of the Magic for Life podcast, Michael Johnson. What's up? Round of applause for Michael. Rocking. Woo! Now, if you could just get them to stand up, right? Like out of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> a little giving ovation. Of, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. If I find one, I'll send it to you to use. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, for sure. I, I I mean, we love our our clips. Every every single time, we 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 just throw them Maybe in. Like, uh, a tan. A tan. We do we love it. We do. You know, love uh, when you said magic, though, uh, I was thinking there's one that you need. You want to see a magic trick? Oh, I can make this <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't line that up for me. Come on. <laughs> I, I know, right? Ah, oh. Michael, my you bad, got a, my bad. a lot of accolades. Uh, one that we were talking about right before the show is you also have 220 podcast episodes. Yeah. Uh, that's impressive, man. That's impressive. Yeah, it started off a little rocky, but uh, we got we got ourselves in order and uh and started moving forward. And, you know, once we got into a, a grind, it was, uh, you know, just a, a good, a good path and a good process. It got easier as we went. So it always works out that way. You know, I always tell the story about how when James and I got started, I dragged him into podcasting uh, and <laughs> we didn't even have video. It was all audio. And, and the way yeah. he decided to, to do it, I, I mean, he <clears throat> felt like he owed me a favor anyway, so he was going to do it. But it, it came with like a six pack of uh, Bud Light because it was probably football season at the time. Oh, so yeah. so yeah. it was like, he, he's got a six pack. He's like, all right, fine. Turn the mic on. Let's do this. <laughs> and now, he, now he's running his own show. So like, it's how do you like that? Addictive. I know. Yeah. My, my first hundred episodes were all audio. We didn't do 
uh, any video at all. Uh, we've since gone back and, and put those up on YouTube anyway, um, but without any video. So, and then at about episode 100, we changed over to both video and audio. So, all right. So you, you obviously were doing something prior to pushing you towards the podcasting space. So how did you get into podcasting? What was going on in your life that, that you decided, you know what, a podcast is a great next move. <laughs> um, well, you know, I, I got into the marketing game about four or five years ago. And uh, one of the people that we follow is uh, Russell Brunson with ClickFunnels. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if you listen to him for any period of time, he will constantly say, publish, 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 publish. You need to get out there and publish so that people can hear your message and, and they can get familiar with you and what it is you do. And if you do that, your voice is going to, you know, it's going to come into its own. You're going to start understanding how to speak and what you believe in, what you stand for, what you don't stand for. And as you do that, your, your products, your services, everything starts to come in line. It all starts to get more clear and you get to find out what people like and what they don't like and, uh, and then adapt and, and move towards what you like as well. And so uh, that sort of pushed me to podcasting when I first started out. Uh, I thought I was actually pretty good. When I started, <laughs> and I went back the other day to listen to some of the. Oh my gosh, what was I doing? Like, how you know. <laughs> I know that feeling. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely feeling that myself. I went back just to listen to one. I, I just, I'm at episode 25 now, so you know. Yeah, but you have prior that? experience, you know. A little you, bit. <laughs> you know, I have I have prior experience behind behind the mic and, and on camera here, uh, but actually hosting and and interviewing guests, yeah. Hernan's been doing that the entire time. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. man, I listened to the very first interview and I was like, OK, I'm, I'm just so glad that I had a great guest. <laughs> That's what's That's the great me. part about interviews, though. You know, sometimes they they hold themselves up. So. It's the it's the ones where they're a little shaky or they're nervous. Those are the ones you'll have to be prepared for, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so sure they're true. coming. Well, you yep. you mentioned you mentioned Russell Brunson, and uh, yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of that uh, that wrestling twelve year old. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what he talks about all the time. He says he looks like yeah. a twelve year old. Nobody take him seriously. Uh, but he's got a ton of energy, and and most of all, he's got a lot of great information. Um, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm actually pressuring James to uh, to go through with me, and uh, I'm I'm actually reading dot com secrets right now. So I read Expert Secrets like fifteen times because uh, yeah. I love the the webinar presentation and uh, my Q four. Focus. The only goal that I have not completed for the year is to have a funnel that's generating a thousand dollars a month, and so oh, I, and and that is that is an art form in and of itself. It really uh, is. So for us, the the thing that I want to focus my attention on in building the funnel is a recruitment process for our agency, for our insurance agency, right? Because sure. that's the revenue that comes in. Um, yeah. when you, when you're going through your click funnel stuff, what, what are some of the, some of the experiences you've had, some of the, maybe the hiccups <laughs> and, and how you overcame them to kind of create a funnel that that's working for you? What, how do you define a working funnel? Well, I mean, obviously the working funnel is going to come in a lot of different ways. What I didn't understand in the beginning was there are so many different types of funnels that you can build and you build them for different things. And mm -hmm. in Russell's message and, and a lot of those, those forerunners in that digital marketing space, they understand that if they give you an elephant and try to shove it down your throat, it's going to be a little tough. And so they give you sort of a broad view and a broad perspective. And what we learned the hard way was we've built 
literally hundreds and hundreds. I, you know what? It's probably safe to say I've built a, over a thousand funnels easy Ooh. by now. And I would say that a majority of them didn't work and mm. they didn't work because they didn't have the full perspective. You know, I, it was like, Hey, build a book funnel and you're going to make a million dollars. Well, you, you know, that's not what it's for. That is not what a, a book funnel or a free plus funnel is for. There are other marketing strategies behind it and being able to get your marketing strategies in order so that you understand what you're doing it for, what your outcome is. You understand ahead of time what you're doing and then you can put together a group of funnels that you're going to build that are actually going to serve you in the way that is best for you and for your situation and your particular uh, unique way of doing business. And uh, what we did wrong more times than not was we were excited about the software. We were excited about the funnel and the concept of building a funnel. And so we get hooked into hours of building a funnel to make it look pretty. And there it was, and it looked pretty, but it didn't do anything. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> went to it. Nobody <laughs> Nothing <went>. happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or then on one phase, we got into uh, the idea of the content creation and we built this course and it was an amazing course and we put all the bells and the whistles and all this stuff to build the course and then we kind of halfway the funnel and it was still nobody went to it, you know, and so you Fine by me! <laughs> so it's so true, right? Like, and you know, you hear about all these different types of cool funnels that all these marketers are selling and they all do work for, and, and they all know it, but you actually kind of need to have a perspective and have somebody sit down with you and go, now, these are the funnels that you could do. What's your situation? How is that going to work out? How are we going to use your superpower in what you do and turn that into a funnel strategy that actually works, that's actually going to bring out your superpower, bring out your strengths, and then be able to use it to create revenue. And, you know, for, for like a front end book offer type funnel, uh, which, you know, I used to do my book, um, you know, you use it to break even, which they didn't tell us that when we were <laughs> getting in, like, Hey, you're gonna, that's cause you know, that's not sexy. Like, Hey, yeah, you're, you're going to break even. Over. Yeah. And you're going to break even. Woohoo. And, you're, and the price but, is wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to that point and you look at it and you go, okay, that's not sexy. Of course they didn't tell us that. And, and I'm not, you know, I'm not bitter by any means because of course you don't tell it. It's not sexy to say, Hey, let's get in and build a funnel that breaks even. But when you get to the back end, you understand the strategy, you understand how the funnels fit together. You start to get this idea and this understanding that, Hey, a break in a break even funnel is actually worth millions. You've it's unlocked the key. Yeah. That's the yeah, key right there. It is to break even. And every marketer out there, every marketing guru that has done anything with funnels knows that if they can hit a funnel, that's a break-even funnel to get the people into their culture, into their world, and move up their value ladder, at that point, they're, they're looking at, at some massive success. And so that's really the key is really being able to sit down and look at, at what you're doing, not build on necessarily not create content unnecessarily but really be able to come up with a, a, a solid strategy to be able to move forward with what you're building only build it when you need it and only build the stuff that people are going to buy and that takes a little bit of time and sometimes you know it takes a few failures hopefully hopefully people like us can help others that are heading that direction not hit some of those failures because we've been through it and you know i've done it the wrong way 
not because I was amazing at it the first time. In fact, I failed more times than I've succeeded. So why do we fall, Bruce? So we can learn to pick ourselves up. He would say, <laughs> yeah. well, you know? let's look at it through the lens of, of your personal coaching. So yeah. you have entrepreneurs that are, that are going to try things, uh, and yeah. inevitably they're going to fail. Right. I mean, yeah. almost all the time, right off the bat, right. We have yeah. that, that initial idea of this is a great concept. I got a great product. I got a great service. I just got my license. The world is going to come to me. I'm super excited. I'm going to buy that Bentley. I'm going to buy that massive house. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Right. And then that happens, right? You start yeah. reality kind of sinks in. You're like, oh, yeah, wait, no nobody doubt. actually came to my page. Oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> nobody's, you know, I'm, I haven't sold a thing in a week. Oh, man. I haven't sold a thing in two weeks. Like all of a sudden you start having all this doubt. Uh, what are you, what are you working with when you talk to your clients, when they hit these kind of road bumps, when, you know, if we're talking about, you know, click funnels, for example, you create, you spend all that time to create the perfect funnel and you realize it's only perfect to you. Yeah, there's no doubt. Well, you know, we deal in, uh, in the magic for life coaching, regardless of what, uh, phase you're coming to us in. Cause a lot of people will come to us in a lot of different uh, phases of their process and in their journey. But we work off of these four pillars that say, okay, first, uh, you know, some entrepreneurs that come to us just, they know they have something special and they want to turn it into a business. And I call that finding their superpower, being able to just kind of dig out of them and go, Hey, let's, let's get this thing out and, and let's start heading you down the path of being able to do that. And so that's sort of my entry level entrepreneurs that I deal with. Uh, some are already in and they've lost the belief because of that failure that you mentioned, you know, like they've, they've tried it and they failed and they're like, Oh, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I can take the pain of that again. And so building up belief, you know, honestly, the first step before anybody else in the world believes it is you have to believe it. Mm -hmm. And being able to find that belief is a lot easier said than done. And so uh, going through some processes and going mm -hmm. through uh, some systems that we've created, we find people's belief. We help them find a belief in themselves. Because once you find that, then the rest of the paths, you're starting at least to go downstream, which is what we're after. We want I believed in you for a long time, okay? Yes, indeed. We have to find that belief. And so that's kind of that second pillar. Uh, that next pillar in is going in and saying, okay, now we've probably got some things that we've got to upgrade. And being that I have a huge uh, mindset, personal development background, uh, I'm trained in NLP. Uh, I've got a master's or a master NLP certification. Uh, I train people in NLP. Uh, and I've been a certified life coach through the years. And I've been doing that for about 20 years. And so I use those skills and all of those things mixed in with the marketing knowledge to kind of come in and go, Hey, we have to upgrade your internal operating system in order for us to sustain that thing that we found. We found your superpower. We figured out how to get you belief. And those are great two steps. But if we don't upgrade some of the operating systems that you have, it's like having your phone after you haven't updated it for the, you know, two, three, four weeks that you should have updated it. Lane. Yeah, there's like no space, you know, that's my wife's phone, right? You, you, she has no space on her phone. She's like, I know I need to upgrade, but I don't want to delete any of my pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Use a cloud, so, man. Use I just, a cloud. I, I just don't want to upgrade my phone. It's like it's the iPhone 6 or whatever, and they're at, what, yeah. 11 now? And I'm just, I'm just <laughs> stubborn. It. Well, you imagine <laughs> though, that's the thing, right? With our internal operating systems, this is the classic human case. We have our internal memories, our memories of the past. And they're all these beautiful pictures and great things that we experienced, but they're all, there's all of the crap that we experienced too. And we keep 
running those programs over and over again and without an upgrade to our own personal operating system, we can't actually take the new stuff and put it in and implement it because we're too busy living in what was. And that stuff that what what that happened and was is manipulating what's going to be now every minute that you're living. And so we work on upgrading that internal operating system. That's some of the funnest work that we do uh, because we get in and we we get you a new operating system that is utilizing what you came to the table with. And that's a lot of fun. Really cool. And and we all who doesn't love the new bells and whistles on our phone. Now imagine yeah. if that was in your internal way that you operate on a day-to-day basis. And uh, and so that's a lot of fun. And then that last stage is, is being able to take it in and take that superpower, take those new internal operating systems and move them into a place where we can create a business that you are going to be in love with. And that's going to make you a lot of money. All right. right? So because money's asked, good. Yeah. We love, <laughs> yeah. Why not? It's right. better to have it. And I, I had an Instagram post not too long ago. It said, uh, <laughs> money doesn't make you happy, but it doesn't make you sad either. So, you know, that, that's, that's how I look at it. Uh, Jeff yeah. had a question. What makes you different than others out there? And, I, and I'm going to kind of uh, round that out a little bit with, uh, you mentioned the superhero, like your superpower, right? So wow. uh, tell me a little bit about what makes you different than others. And how do you help people find that superpower? Well, you know, it's interesting. Everybody's uh, in this space right now to try to find their uniqueness. Uh, and one of the things that I've found through the years and working with a lot of different couples, I've, I've been so lucky and privileged to work with uh, professional athletes, professional dancers, uh, professional business people, marketers, uh, salespeople. And, and the idea here is that in so many instances, you have so many people and outside forces pulling away from you what you're great at. And when you get with somebody that can pull out the stuff that's great in you, man, it's amazing how people will light up. It's amazing the stuff that will come out of you when you can get somebody in there that can actually see through the crap and see through the extra junk that's holding you back. And when you get somebody that can do that, which by the way is me, um, I, I know that sounds kind of like over exerting, but you know, the truth of the matter is, is there's never been a person that I've worked with that I haven't been able to pull out their special superpower. And it's usually something, uh, two or three steps deeper than what they think it is. And when we can find that, we can pull it out, create belief, get them the skills they need to be able to utilize it, man, that sure blasts off a world of fulfillment and a business that they love that is fulfilled and a life that goes with it. And that oftentimes is, is critical. You know, oftentimes when I get business people that I work with, they have maybe figured out how to earn a million dollars, but they hate their business Mm -hmm. and they hate what they're doing, you know, and, and to go back to somebody like Henry Ford, he's, I think he was quoted in saying that uh, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And, and that's, that's it. It's not about the work. Other people might look at you and go, wow, you're really working hard. And you think, oh yeah, I guess I am. But it's not what it's about. You know, it's about doing what you love, serving the people that you need to serve and taking care of the people that are closest to you that you love. And, and those things all come about from being able to create um, this, these four pillars and getting them all in order. Yeah, I mean, and you you talk to a lot of different entrepreneurs uh, on your podcast. I'm sure you talk to a lot of different entrepreneurs uh, in your coaching, uh, and I I'm a fan of a, a lot of different entrepreneurs that I look up to myself, right? And and yeah. when you when you have some of those lines 
like like you'll never work a day in your life. Do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Uh, and and I like how you emphasize the fact that other people are going to look at you differently because the work is still there. I, I feel like uh, we as human beings must have a purpose. Like if, if you yeah. do not have a purpose in life, you you die. You may not physically die, but mentally you begin to deteriorate. Like it sounds cool that I don't have to do anything until you're actually stuck <laughs> doing nothing. And nothing. then you realize yeah. it's, it's not as cool as it sounds, right? Yeah. Um, so when you're helping people come up with those four pillars, when you're helping people come up with that, that, uh, their superpower to become who they are, I, I wonder if, if it's something that is, uh, future focused or present focused. And the, the reason why I asked that is because I had been asking myself that question for a long time. Like, who am I, yeah. who am I, who am I? Uh, and then once I shifted the question a little bit and it wasn't well, who am I anymore? Cause I am who I am right now. And it's a culmination of everybody I've interacted with and uh, a culmination, uh, a, a compilation of everybody I've read and everybody I've interacted with instead of shifting, uh, instead of asking who am I, I shifted that and I said, who do I want to become? And then that kind of pointed me more in a direction. Now I'm looking at, okay, why am I attracted to the Mike Tyson's and the, 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 Michael Jordan's of the world? Why am I attracted to the Gary V's or the Russell Brunson's or the Billy Jean's? Why, why is it that my mind works and focuses the attention on those types of people? Uh, and then that kind of helped me figure out where I'm going and who I'm going to become. And that, that will kind of never end. It'll always be modified. So when you're talking to people about their pillars and trying to map out that plan, is it future-based that you're looking at like who they want to become? Or is it is it more focused on who they are today and, and what they need to change to be who they want to be? I've heard this answer given in so many different ways and it can get very complicated. I'm going to try to keep it as simple as I can because it's sometimes really fun to get into the depths of this. Uh, but I, I love where you led me and it's a great segue. And I actually have, I, I love cards and, and I have, my desk is covered with them. I have them all over my computers. I love Rebels keeping myself, paper. Yeah, the, yeah, the notes, same. right? The little things, right? <laughs> and one of the things you said, and, and I'm going to just hold it up. I am where I am. Mm -hmm. I am where I am. And getting and coming to grips with this idea of I am where I am is really a lot more difficult for people than you might realize. And, and for each of us, that's been maybe the case. Uh, the next thing I had written on there is my only choice is a little better or a little worse. Yeah. That's it. That's my only choice. A little better or a little worse. Do, and do you ever get do you ever get called out on on like my wife gets on me all the time like uh, another cliche oh that you make it so simple like but for me like a lot of things are really that simple right yeah. like I, why so serious? Yeah, I think we as human beings complicate things so much, right? Like, like yeah. you, you're exactly right. Like, where are you? You're exactly where you are. Like, you're yeah. this. You're here. Because of all the decisions you've made in the past, this yeah. that has put you where you are. Where do you yeah. want to be is focused on the decisions that you're going to make going forward. And now it here's where it simple, can get a little but... bit complicated, right? Because now you've got past, you've got present, and you've got future. The past is no longer real. It actually is probably not real or accurate in your mind anyway, because you're only one person out of however many different ways it could have been looked at. So the past is a lie. The present is gone instantly the minute you think of it, mm -hmm. which makes it the past. And the future doesn't exist yet, so it's all make-believe. So tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. 
that was perfect. <laughs> that was awesome. That's a, that's a big, that's a big rock on man. Um, okay. So someday when I run an event, you're going to come run the audio visual for me. We're going to have a party. Um, <laughs> um, but that's why I wrote this book, right? Every minute is because it's a, it's the idea behind how it is that we're going to live every minute. And the interesting thing about it is it's not about living necessarily present because we miss it. The And it's so weird to think about, right? But if you say, okay, I'm feeling it now, it's gone. Yeah. Instant now is gone. So what we're really looking to do is we're really looking to be just right there, right there in front is every minute. Every minute is right there. It's right in front of you. And as you go into that space and you learn how to utilize your tools, your internal operating system to be in that space, not so dang far out that you can't actually function because you're paralyzed with that goal. And I understand the goal. We always have to have a target. And that's great. Bruce Lee said it perfectly, right? That that we are after it. it's really more of a target. It's more of a trajectory so that we can stay on track. But we have to spend time just in front of us so that we can be in that experience in the every minute experience and learning how to operate from inside out and learning how to take responsibility back to ourselves instead of letting other people, other situations, other things in the world determine how we're going to feel. We have to take that back. We have to learn the skills necessary to take that back. And unfortunately, our school system, they, they actually kind of did fail us. They didn't teach us that. Mm. There should be been classes from, uh, you know, from kindergarten to college all about how to be happy and they sort of miss the boat and it's unfortunate. That's why people like me are necessary. And there's lots of us, well, not maybe not tons, but, but there are a lot of us that believe in the idea that, Hey, I am response able for how I feel and what I do. I'm glad to hear you say it. Cause I, I, I use that all the time. I go, you and I tell people this, the same thing. And I, and, and it's, a, it's an understanding of oneself and how you think about situations, but I can't change anybody's mind. I can't make anybody do anything. I can't make them believe one thing or another. The only thing I ever, ever have control over is how I respond to any situation. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I, and I, I use a, a humor thing. I'm like my, the words I use the most are you're right because Oftentimes when I'm confronted with somebody who is uh, confrontational or let's say you're having an argument with the wife, the best thing you can say is you're right, right? Because all of a sudden there is no argument on the other side and whether or not you actually believe that that person is right is completely up to you. But again, you're the only one who has control over how you're going to respond to any particular situation. And I think what you're describing here uh, is is really that you are in control of every moment ahead of you because you decide what you're going to do at that moment in time. You decide which direction you're going to take your life. You can you can get cut off and that's cool. And, you know, you can turn around and speed up and give them the finger and cut them off. Or you can just, you know, let it go, roll it off your back and realize that that person's probably going through something that you don't even know about and they're just taking yeah. it out on you, right? But again, it's a perspective thing. Yeah. And it's a little better or a little worse. And you, <laughs> you can make it and exaggerate it. We've all been there. I mean, I've had the girlfriend in college that she dumped me and I spent days and maybe too long, maybe in a month, two months after that, making it worse. 
but you know what? I did that. I did it to myself. I made For it. seven years, seven months, and how long? <laughs> but, Almost you know, 10 years. <laughs> Almost 10 years chasing that girl around. Well, you know, and, and we do that. And then what we do is we set up systems and icons. Like you think of it like your desktop. You have these little icons that make it easier to open a program on your computer. Well, if you spent seven years, to take your example of feeling bad, about anything, mm -hmm. you essentially go around setting up these icons on your own little personal desktop. And every time that song comes on that you set up that icon, you hear the song, you instantly go into that space and now life sucks. And breaking that pattern is not easy by yourself. Mm. And that's why we have coaches. That's why we have coaches in business and in marketing and in life. And this is huge. You know, and we, the thing that I have grown to love and, and be blessed to be able to do is to be a, a mindset business consultant, because I love dealing with people's business because it's so connected with our life. It's, it's what we do. Like you said earlier, it's our purpose. It's why we're here. So to think that we are going to somehow get to this point where we're not going to work. Well, Okay but it never seems like work to us. So yeah, you know what I think would be hell is going and sitting on a beach for two months. That sounds well, it's certainly more enjoyable than my average day. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. You guys, I love you. Well, I, it's, dude, I'm telling you, you know, when it comes to the clips and stuff, it's just funny. Cause James and I, again, you know, I'm, I'm, I am a product of everything that I've watched, right? And I've, I've spent yeah. an unlimited amount of time on movies. It's ridiculous how much time we spend on movies, watching them over and over again. Every year, we do the uh, the Marvel uh, movie madness. So for the 4th of July weekend, we watch all the movies. Uh, nice. James and I use it as a strategy session. But yeah, the movies are playing the whole time, right? Uh, we are watching the movies. Marvel Three days movies. of Marvel movies and pizza and beer and strategy sessions. But, I just uh, want to know if I'm invited or do I have to pay for a ticket to come in, you know? Right? And now that Regal movie theaters are, are going to shut down. No, Did you see that? Are, are, no. you here in, are you here in San Diego? No, I'm in uh, Utah. Utah. You're in Utah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, we, it looks like Regal movie theaters are, are going under uh, and they're shutting down eight wow. theaters, at least here in San Diego, which is one of our go-to movie theaters. Uh, and it hurts. Cause I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I, movies are my escape from reality. Like when, yeah. I love that feeling where, where, well, actually I don't like the feeling when the movie ends, but when you walk out of the movie theater <laughs> and it's surreal, almost like you're walking yeah. back into reality. Cause you allowed yeah. your mind to escape into this new spot. Um, so and it, I, we're running out of time, but I got one more question about that. Yeah. How powerful is it when we walk out of a movie theater to feel that surreal feeling? If you can feel that in your everyday, when you're, when you're, tr when you're focusing your attention and living on the life that you want to lead. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a game changer. And honestly, uh, to think that you can do it, you can. And so that's the first thing you got to believe that you can do it. You've got to understand that there are easier methods and paths to get yourself to practice to be able to do it. Because if you've turned off your phone for, heck, you've turned it off for a year and you turn it back on again, it's gonna have so many hiccups. It's gonna have such a hard time turning back on again and being able to function if you turn it off for a year. Mm -hmm. So if you turn off your, your operating system, your internal operating system, and you don't use it for years on end. And all of a sudden I tell you, you have the ability to create your own reality. You have the ability to do your emotions. You have the ability to live the life of your dreams. You look at me and go, well, I'm willing to turn on the, the 
operating system, I'm willing to turn that phone back on, but you turn it back on and all of a sudden it's like, you know, and, and everything <laughs> freaks out. Right. And then that's, that's kind of what we help you with. And that's what uh, magic for life is really all about is trying to get people back into that place where their operating system is functioning good. And now we get everything functioning and rolling in its best possible way, man. Well, today's episode was definitely enlightening. I mean, we got to start off with the uh, with the whole ClickFunnels thing, but we got to dive into into what magic is all about. Uh, and Michael, you like, you know, you're you're one of those people who you can just tell you have that positive aura around you. I'd like to believe that I have this a very similar Indeed. positive aura. Oh, yeah. uh, around me. One of my affirmations that I write on my journal every single day is uh, is I am a uh, a positive influencer because I you know I I really feel like. Uh, and it's a country song because there's a country song for everything, according to James. Uh, but <laughs> I believe I believe most people are good, right? I believe most people have a a, a good intention, even yeah. even in uh, our political times. I believe most people <laughs> do things uh, because they believe it's the right path for the sure. most people, for the greater good, uh, whether yeah. or not we disagree with people. And uh, and in the meantime. That's you know that's that's something I stand for is is for positivity uh, and and trying to spread that amongst other people to to kind of have that open minded that perspective point of view that that ability to respond to a situation in a way yeah. that is uh, that is beneficial for for all. So thank you very much for coming on the show and sharing with us. I really appreciate it. Well, to stick with your country reference, it's five o'clock somewhere. Damn right it is. Hell <laughs> 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 hell no. <laughs> oh, oh hell yeah. yeah but you know you take that that idea and that that uh you know in its essence is true it is it's it's that mentality that it's five o'clock somewhere and honestly you don't you don't need a drink you do, you just you just need to learn how to use this yep and i and didn't mean to it. do it that oh hell no i accidentally clicked that one i meant to do I it a can a can yeah, that's what I meant to do. Five o'clock oh. somewhere. Hell yeah, I give it a ten, but I hit the wrong button. So. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's 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 uh it's part of the uh failure curve, right? Oops. Next uh, time I, I thought we'll it was it. appropriate. It worked. <laughs> it worked. It worked. All of them work, right? All of them work. Well, and and just because you're a fan of them, I'm gonna throw in uh, probably one of my favorites, uh, because do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> that's it right stay consistent Classic. keep Absolutely. going at it i make gotta, mistakes that's cool the star wars thing boom yes! Chewy <laughs> bobblehead love it oh, yes. love it all right michael hey man thank you very much for coming on the program uh real quick before we head out uh, uh mention your book again where people can get oh, it yeah. and how, how they can get in contact with you if they want to work with sure. you uh you the book is called every minute and it's emotional mastery secrets uh, for the dance of life, as you heard in the beginning, I was a former professional ballroom dancer. I was on the circuit, so you can go find out about that book. It's uh, talking about being every minute, and uh, you can find it on Amazon, or you can go and get a special offer from EveryMinuteBook.com, and uh, you can find out all about us on uh, our website, MagicForLife.com, or go and uh, check out our Facebook group on Facebook. So, uh, we'd love to see you. Uh, we call our people lifers, so. You know, if you guys are on board and you love this stuff, welcome to being a lifer. It's time. Boom. Boom. All right, uh, ladies and gents, make sure you guys follow uh, at uh, sorry at Magic for Life. That's Magic with a J for Life. Follow Michael on Instagram for more of his content. And Michael, thank you again very much for coming on the program. Really appreciate you spending some time with us and having some fun with our video clips. Love them. 
Absolutely. My pleasure. All right, ladies and gents, that's all we got for you guys today. We'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow is Wednesday, right? Tomorrow's yeah. actually Wednesday. Yeah. Tomorrow's actually Wednesday. All right. <laughs> yep. Well, we'll see you then, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. Peace. Bye bye. And I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.